Please stand by for transmission. Slash you is in the motherfucking house. Here we go. Slash you in the house. Slash you, slash you. <laughs> Let me break it for you. Slash you, slash you. Say, oh, the ghost, a trace. Slasher University. You are amazing at freestyling. You're really good at freestyling. Oh, totally, man. It should be like fresh you because I'm so fresh. You should cut an album. You should enter like a rap battle. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, mama. A 49-year-old one. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, kids. You could be the next Eminem. (laughs) I remember the Rubik's Cube and walking around saying, what's up, dude? How old is Eminem? Uh, He's probably 49. 44. He's younger than you? Yeah. No. For sure. Really? Alexa, how old is Eminem? <laughs> he is 62. Wow, oh my God. 62. Wow, 62. Oh, such a great Alexa voice. Yeah, that's good. I mean, you got other white rappers, too, but that's the first one that comes to my mind. Anyway, here we are. Well, we aren't rap you. Yeah. We are slash, slash you. you. And uh, I'm uh, co-host Nick. <laughs> I am Andy. And uh, what we do here... <clears throat> I think it's always Excuse important me. to... Uh, Cleared my throat, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Shouldn't be doing that. Now I'm thinking of all old school rap uh, songs. <laughs> but for some of those that haven't listened to us, they might say, what is Slash You? And really, it's just a simple podcast. Mm-hmm. Where we talk about fucking rad movies that usually have a horror slasher genre to them. Yep. We like to float to the past, but we like to float in the future. Uh, or the present, I the should present, say. Yeah. Today, I want to call history. ourselves Slash New. Yay! Because uh, we are doing a rad movie um, from 2011 slash 2013, Andy. One hour, 35 minutes. You're next. Y-O-U-R-E. Yeah. Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. You are next. You are next. But the contraction, you're next. Yeah, it was debuted at a film festival in 2011, but went Hollywood in 2013. That's why you said that. I yes. didn't follow. And uh, just so you know, uh, we are we spoil the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hit pause right now and go check it out, definitely a movie worth watching. Well, all of them totally. are. All this of them. one... This one's good. You have uh, to watch all of them. Yeah, we we tend to cover a lot of cheesy, campy, uh, forgotten ones. This one's, I don't know, not really cheesy, I, campy. It's definitely slasher movie. It's it's campy in the sense that it's it's again when I bring up those, again. the acting isn't the best. Yes, because <laughs> you don't the, have any the writers, huge stars the, all either. All the writers and directors yeah. are starring in it, but. <laughs> It is a love letter. Mm-hmm. You know I bring that up a lot. These yeah. young directors that are making these new slasher horror movies. It's just kind of their way of saying, hey, I was young. And I remember seeing yeah. uh, fucking Sleepaway Camp and, yeah. you know. I think. Um, don't Go in the Woods. Oh, I didn't mention. Hammer. Directed by Adam Wingard. Final exam. Right. Yes, Adam. Yes. So you're, what you're saying is stuff that's been made now here in the 20th century or, you know, the 1990s into the 2000s is a nod to the, oh, the awesome stuff from the late 70s and 80s. Of course, because now that I'm a certified cinephile, you are. Professor yeah. Nick is a cinephile. Remind me, I'll print your certificate and bring yeah. it to you next I week. I want to get a fucking IZOD that I'm going to start fucking wearing sweaters with leather on the elbows and I'm going to come down here and record <laughs> this fucking episode, this podcast of yeah. ours. No, but Speaking um, of leather on the elbows, <laughs> you're next. Oh, yeah. Speaking there's some leather. There's some folks sporting that, sporting oh, yeah. that outfit. In, in this... This yeah. is cool. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. This was filmed on a golf course. A really simple shot. I mean, you got to think about it. There was no, they only really had to show up to one set. Mm-hmm. There was no, it was filmed on a golf course of houses in Columbia, Missouri. 
uh, where University of Columbia is located, kind of like where Madison here. But small, small college town in Missouri, central Missouri. Mm-hmm. Kind of blew my mind away. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the, you know, it's Mizzou Tigers. One of the masks is a tiger. And the gentleman who wears the tiger mask is the writer who wrote. He's a screenplay writer. He This whole group is kind of like Broken Lizard. There's like, oh. It's a group of the guy who directed it, two yeah. of the writers. They, they've they made like, they did VHS. They did Blair Witch 2016. Which that's I a good. Which I wouldn't put in my resume. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey! That's a good analogy, though. Broken Lizard, the, the comedy troupe that did Super Troopers. And, yeah, they got a new uh, one coming Beer out. Fest yeah. and other such movies. Yep. They got What's a, the one on the on the resort? Dead Dead something. Oh, you know what oh I'm talking about? yeah, Club Dread. Club Dread. Yeah, that was great. That Penelope. was a good one too. Underrated Penelope. fun. Yeah. yeah. Penelope. Yeah, they 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 <laughs> it's Penelope. Some, yeah, they yeah. uh they it, it's, it's kind of what I've noticed about this. This movie is like taking a simple family that hates each other uh and you know, making them kill each other mm-hmm. and making it really rad. Very similar to our the one Secret from Santa. Christmas, Secret Santa. Yeah. I was thinking the same damn thing. Yeah. A dysfunctional family. A dysfunctional family gets together and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, totally. I mean, simple premises, but I still feel like I have a lot of notes because I was like, this is going to be a pretty fucking simple. Pre- it's a it's a very simple premises. Premise or pre- yeah, but the uh, the but there's twists. Oh, there's, there's twists, twists and in turns this one. And twists and turns it keeps it fresh. Um, exciting. Just like our marriage. Yes. <laughs> I want to go ahead and just get into it now because there's a lot to talk about. Please. So why don't we go ahead and get into Mr. Andy Damos's Cliff Kill? No, brought to you by baseball. If there's a game you want to go watch on TV, or if you just want to go hang out with your friends in the park, why don't you try baseball? And now. Mr. Deimos is some call him Andy. I call him Hot Muffin. Cliff Kill. <laughs> no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Thanks, Hot Muffin. You've never called me that. Never called you Hot Muffin. Uh, but thanks, Baseball, for sponsoring the Cliff Kill Notes. Well, yes, let me tell you, the Cliff Kill Notes a brief summary of the movie, so you can follow along with us in case you didn't watch it. But this one's available for rent or purchase on Amazon. Lots of places to watch. Uh, you might find it some free service. I think Stars had it for free if you've got the Stars streaming. Anyway, <clears throat> Aaron. Aaron and her boyfriend Crispin, Crispin are on their way to visit Crispin's parents Crispin. in their remote cabin in the woods to celebrate mom and dad's anniversary. Crispin's family is rich. His dad's a retired defense contractor. Marketing. Raytheon or something. Oh, marketing. Okay. Uh, so it, his family, it's a family of wasps, basically. The adult children don't always get along. Uh, they're rich. As the family gets together for dinner, things suddenly fly out of control when Tariq, a boyfriend of one of the kids, gets a crossbow bolt square in his forehead. All hell breaks loose. A group of mass killers just all of a sudden begins attacking and killing the family members. But Nick, things aren't always what they seem. Who are these attackers? Why are they targeting this family? And do they know that Aaron grew up with survivalist parents and she knows how to fight? And that's the Cliff Kill Notes. <laughs> Wait, did you? What? Did I spoil the whole thing? Kind of. That's what we're going to do. Like, I mean, it could've, you could have <laughs> so, like, been like, and you know, you never know when you're next. Oh, God damn it. I could have. <laughs> I oh, felt like shit. you were kind of all over the board there. Yeah, you're right. We should probably just pause and start over. <laughs> that was terrible. I hey, feel like I'm I've, Andy. I'm Nick. I've done so much better, but that wasn't terrible. Anyway, sorry. Hey, listen, that wasn't, I'm going to be honest with you, that wasn't my blessed uh, Andy Cliff's Kill Notes when I tried to call you Hot Muffin. 
So all right, think, so we're a little off today. What are you gonna do? Well, I'm drinking Propel, and also we were kicked off our own podcast last week. Oh yeah, it's been two. Can weeks. we just mention that? So maybe we're a little shaken. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen today. Like, what if like all of a sudden, like just people just start coming downstairs and kicking us off? Like somebody walking down the street. I don't know. I would fight somebody right now if they tried to kick us off. Like, hell no. This yeah. is our podcast. Get your own podcast. Get yeah. out. Get go on. Get. <laughs> I'd send one of the girls on them. <laughs> hey, so what I like about this is there's really no credits here. Uh, we get right into it, don't we? You really get into it. Uh, there's They do have names, but they're not important. Mm-hmm. It's just two people uh, slapping genitalia right away. Eric and Talia. Eric and Talia. One yeah. is definitely older than the other. Oh, yeah. One <laughs> is not like the other. <laughs> One has droopy balls. Also, she doesn't seem to be enjoying it. Oh, no. She's just like, she's like, just like, take a get over this. Yeah. Like, he gets done and rolls off, and yeah, he's, he's like, like whoo, yeah. I want to take a shower. And she's just like, yeah, I'm, yeah she's that wasn't like, fun for me. What's rad is, though, she gets out, and she, uh, she, you know, while he's taking a shower, she's wearing high socks. That's a kink of mine, another one. Yoga pants and high socks. Listen, you're a very, you're a sexually powerful man. Flannel, flannel shirt. You like what you like. Flannel shirt with a little bubage coming yeah. out. You get, you get uh, hot and heavy over high, know, a knee, stiff breeze. Knee, knee, knee high, argyle knee high socks. I'm, yeah. I'm a knocking. And a button down shirt that's unbuttoned. Unbuttoned. But you, still covering her, her bubes. But they occasionally the bubes come out. Very hot. You're right. And uh, she makes a screwdriver. Yeah. And she turns on this song <laughs> called Looking for Magic. And oh. uh, it's by the Dwight Tilly Band. And it's from, um, it's I believe it's from 1977. And so it's a wonderful track. And what's great about this is that it it, it kind of comes this song, uh, Looking for Magic by the Dwight, Twilly, Tw- Dwight Tilly Band, mm-hmm. kind of like becomes the mantra. Theme song of the movie. The whole movie. Yeah. So she hits it repeat. Yeah. And um, that's kind of very important. Yeah. So I was going to see if I could cut it. Oh, you're going to cue it up? So we have the rights. No one listens to us, right? Few people. So this is playing. I don't think Dwight Twilley's around either, so maybe if his daughter listens to us. His estate's gonna get, yeah, his estate's gonna get mad. But this song like really dominates the the movie. So the 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 Argyle high sock wearing uh bubage uh Talia. Yeah. Talia. Young girl, Talia. <laughs> she puts this song on repeat. Well, yeah. I don't know, I guess she really likes it. She makes a screwdriver, she goes back to uh her bedroom, Andy. The bedroom and Right. And I guess uh, this is when um, the professor, who I like to call him, kind of like us. Yeah. He is. He's probably a professor. We're going to learn later that he's a professor. She's one of his students. He comes out of the shower and comes into the bedroom. He sees something written on the mirror. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, it's on the it's on the uh, uh, window. The window. So uh, not the bedroom. Like the patio. The, the, yeah, the sliding window. Sliding door. As he window. as he walks up, he realizes it's written in blood. Yep. And it says "You're next." Yep. With proper grammar. Proper grammar. <laughs> Very proud. Of that. He looks and finds that Talia is lying on the floor in a pool of blood, stabbed to death. Yep. She dead. And as he turns around, he's accosted by a masked man who kills him with a machete. Right away. Very screamish, I think, Super. Is, like, opening-wise. I mean, I know it's not really, but, you know, kind of like the Drew Barrymore's boyfriend was sitting out there after she's asking questions. Right. And kind of like a kind of like a <clears throat> cool opening scene that really but does have something to do the, with the movie. The masks, too. They're um, white uh, animal masks. Yeah. Uh, tiger, a, lamb, tiger. fox. Yeah. 
hard for me to differentiate some of them. Me too, a little bit, but they're all animal masks. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it, they really only accredited that in the... In the Lamb, Lamb mask, tiger mask. Tiger mask is the writer okay. of this screenplay, but um, really we just go to the next day, and yeah. we meet Paul and Aubrey, uh, who we just will come to know as mom and dad. Paul is obviously the dad, Aubrey's the mom. Um, Paul is uh, the actor. Most people remember him from something about Mary. Summer might remember him from the movie Hall Pass with uh, Jason Sudeikis and Owen Wilson. Mm -hmm. He's kind of the cocky neighbor that has the weird kids in the house. I don't know if you saw Hall Pass. Once. But it's, you know, he, he's, he's... I've kept... seen the bathtub scene numerous times yes but <laughs> yeah the hot tub scene yeah but this no he, the bathtub where she's like my stomach hurts and then oh, she sneezes yeah. <laughs> but he, i've he, seen that a lot kind but. of like the guy who plays uh happy gilmore's nemesis uh, mm. you know he's an actor that you've seen in shit but he's not <laughs> he's really... like shooter mcgavin yeah he's like shooter mcgavin <laughs> uh, but, oh, you know God. definitely i remember him from something about mary and uh, rob moran rob Mor moran moran rob moran <laughs> <laughs> I still have a little cough. Rob Moran and Robert. Aubrey is Barbary Crampton. Yes, and what's Barbara rad. Crampton? I said Barbary. What? Why can't we say names? I don't know. I don't think. I don't think. I think we need to quit. Barbara doing Crampton. Yeah, we had to switch to. Why don't we try like softball this this year? Okay. Softball, you. We'll just do a softball podcast. Let's. Or let's do a really boring podcast. Let's talk about like a, a softball league. Like let's watch ESPN two, and we'll talk about uh, women's softball league. Yeah, West Virginia. We'll review the West games. Virginia State against. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that'll get, Lower Madison University. That'll get way more listeners. Um, we can talk about softball. A lot of women wearing flannels listening to us. Hey, hey. stereotype. That was well, mean. sorry. Paul and Aubrey are on their way to their country uh, cabin. Their their seasonal cabin, whatever. And you're right. They pass their neighbor. Backstory. Paul mentions that their neighbor, Eric, recently left his wife for one of his students, Talia. And that's the people we just saw get killed. So that's kind of kind of gives you a, a little background, a little foray of like, why was this old dude? Well, not really. I mean, he's in yeah. mid-40s banging a young girl. I have a question for you later. I mean, maybe we can. I just want to ask it maybe later. Just remember. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. I have a notepad here and I want to. Write that down, because after we reveal everything that happens in this movie, I have a question for you about this part of the movie. Great, I love it. Cool. I'm Sorry. really stoked on that. No, Sorry to derail. Because, no, you didn't derail. This is what's. Uh, Ask this is what we do. About. While we do this uh, beginning. So right. they, they they get to this home, and uh, I was like, "Is this a vacation home, Andy?" I didn't know, but we do find out that it's a home that they're planning on retiring to. Yeah. It's a fixer upper, a beautiful, magnificent home. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, in, in the woods. Um, they, 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 Paul and Aubrey, they get to their house. We realize that it's kind of like they're here. They're, they're celebrating their 35th anniversary. Wowzers. But, yeah. That means like, did they get married when they were 15? Cause mom, Aubrey has got a good look. She's she comes good. downstairs in her nightgown and she has her hair down. I'm like, what up fat fat? I mean, oh, this is, <laughs> I mean, I did, I was like, wait, is this the same woman? Cause they, they portray yeah. her as an adult, like yeah. hair in a bun. You're like, did I just switch to one of those videos where she's going to get stuck in a dryer? <laughs> What's going on? I'm stuck in this old refrigerator. I can't get it. <laughs> this step, fixer upper. Stepmom, I'm trying to get some milk. Can you help me get out? Jesus. Um, we are. She is very attractive. Yes. So, but, I mean, it's just weird to hear 35 because yeah. I looked up her age. She was 52 when she filmed the movie. So oh, she's okay. celebrating her 35th anniversary. 17. So, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. Good. Bad. What up? <laughs> 
She was at 17 when they got married. Definitely, definitely 17. Uh-oh, six minutes to Walkner. That's a Rain Man, Rain Man so, reference. So, okay, but the, the for an anniversary. Yes. You know the family is coming. Yes, they, they, they're they secluded in the woods. Yeah, and, you know, their neighbor is seriously, like, you know, half a mile down the road. Right. Like, it's, it's a few, like, where Eric, the professor, and Talia were just getting. Right. It's a few, a few, a few It's a little ways away, yeah. When the dad... When Paul goes up to the door, Andy, he realizes that the door has been open. He's like, what? What? That's weird. It's open. Maybe one of the workmen did it. Right, because they've been, he essentially hired, you know, contractors probably to do some of the renovation on this place. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot done because when they go in the house, Andy, it's all covered up like in sheets and shit. Yeah, for the dust. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for the dust over here. For the dust over here so the pizzas don't get all dirty. But essentially, they're unpacking the house. Um, Audrey hears a noise. No, we we flash to the Oh, it's we got a jump. Yeah, we have a jump to where Crispin and his gal pal Sorry. Aaron yeah. are on their way to the house. Yeah. Um this is when they start talking about In Aaron, the car. Aaron's, you know, obviously from Australia. She's like, oh, "Hello. Is your what's up with your family, Mike? <laughs> Fishing chips, okay?" Uh, I mean, ship up the Bobby. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, my dad's rich. He was in marketing for the government. Um, and, yeah, he's totally for loaded. Raytheon or some other yeah. defense contractor. So, but you're going to meet the whole family. Uh, mm-hmm. This is here for the anniversary. So um, it's just kind of setting up that Aaron, uh, the girl, and uh, her boyfriend, the son, Crispin, are on their way home. So flashback to the – we head back to yeah. the house. Nighttime, late. They're just unpacking. Yep. And uh, – Audrey hears a thump and some footsteps that seem to come from upstairs. And then um, her husband, Paul, startles her. It's Aubrey, by the way. I said Audrey. Yeah. It's Aubrey. You're right, with a B misspelled. She hears these footsteps, and he all of a sudden startles her. He's like, I got the furnace turned on. And she said, were you upstairs? No. I was in the basement turning on the furnace. It's weird that the furnace was off because that's dangerous. The pipes are going to freeze. Anyway, that's insurance. (laughs) Uh, you should keep it on just at a lower temperature. But anyway, you don't want to show up with a foot of water on the floor. Uh, oh, sorry. I'm just, my mind goes to loss control. But Paul startles her and she's just like, were you upstairs? No, I wasn't. And she said, well, I heard someone. And I'm, she starts freaking out. I definitely heard footsteps upstairs. I think there's someone in the house. You better, let's go outside. Let's call the police. So he's like, hell no. I'm going to well, go check it out. Yeah, he'll go check. She runs out. He goes to check it out. Yeah. Mom knew. Hot mom knew right away. Uh-huh. Hot mom called it. If they would have listened to hot mom right away. Safe. Safe. No problems. Everything would have been safe. Right. I think next time, if I'm not going to have a few beers while we do the podcast, I'm going to snort some Adderall. Okay. Just because I feel like my mind is just racing right now. Oh, well, they, uh, <laughs> you know, there's probably a point in a lot of slasher horror movies where... One thing slightly different could have saved everyone. You know what I mean? Of course. I'm sure that happens a lot. But like, mom, if this would have gone just slightly different, we wouldn't have a movie. Mom heard something, so I thought yeah. that was kind of interesting. But she, she, as the <clears throat> dad comes back downstairs, mom is being comforted by Crispin and Aaron. Crispin and Aaron have arrived at the house. Um, she is, uh, you know, Crispin's making sure. Well, what can... happens is uh, Paul's upstairs, and he's just about to open this closet. When uh, Crispin grabs him and scares him. Oh, yeah. And, and he's like, what the fuck? And, Aaron's and, coddling. Yeah, they go downstairs, they go downstairs and Aaron's, mom's crying yeah, and Crispin's like, everything's fine. But as they leave the upstairs, the closet door that he was about to open slowly creeps open. See, like, again. what if Somebody he, was in there. Somebody, And what if he, like, Crispin would have been, like, five seconds late? 
he would have opened it and he would have found somebody and maybe could have saved his whole family. <laughs> Ari would have just the, the, the mass of the killings would have Person started. Person would have then, killed but, yeah. Um, but I mean, they so. all go to bed, and uh, this is when you know we're really getting some more talk between Aaron and uh, Crispin. Yeah. You know, like everyone dreams to have parents like yours, Crispin, and he's like, you don't know that. You know what? That's rich. true. That's you, true. You, just think, you think that everyone wants to have rich parents and just fucking be? No, Aaron, rightly so, says like, you know, you're really lucky. Not everyone had mom yeah, and dad like you. That's what I'm saying. And he's like, but what? Chris, rich? He kind of shrugs yeah, it off. Yeah, he's kind of throwing it off. But this is when we, uh, when we wake up in the morning. You're going to meet the rest of the family, and that's, mm-hmm. ex- uh, you know, what they plan on doing. So they. Uh, you know, he tells Aaron, though, before they fall asleep, like, you know what? You're going to see that we really don't get along. We haven't been around each other in a long time. Yeah. So uh, later that night, probably 2 in the morning, Andy, Hot Mom makes her total debut. <laughs> she comes downstairs, I guess, to get a glass of water or something. Uh-huh. She's wearing, like, a really short nightgown that barely covers her belly button. Yep. She's wearing a pair of uh, lace pink uh, underwear. <laughs> and uh, suddenly she gets stuck in the stove. <laughs> She's trying to clean it. No. Wasn't it she's just getting a glass of water? Yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's a creep. I love and the music and the handheld camera, yeah. like the, the cam work in this, yeah. and like the, the music, it works well, because in the window... <clears throat> the reflection. ...of a lamb, a fox, the, a tiger. One of the white animal masks. One of the masks. You could see is looking in on yeah, it. Yeah, I thought That's that really was it. rad. Very rad. Second watch. Very um, creepy. Yeah, I had to hit pause on the second watch. Well, the next morning, Crispin wakes up. Heads downstairs where he finds his girlfriend, Aaron, sitting with his brother, Drake, and yep. Drake's <sighs> wife, Kelly. Kelly, who have arrived, and there they are. Hello. And they're getting to know Aaron. Drake is kind of a douchebag, douchebag dick That's older wrote, brother. Wrote, He's Drake, condescending, right arrogant. Yeah, um, they want to wrestle, and Drake's a dick. Yeah, Crispin gives Kelly, you know, his sister-in-law, just yeah. a help... A, Friendly peck on the cheek. Drake's all like, "Don't kiss my wife," you know. And it's just brothers joking around. Yeah. Um, Drake kind of picks on on Crispin for being fat as a kid, which is you know something older brothers do. I yeah, suppose. I mean, it really is just kind of settling in, like yeah. you know, who's jealous of who, who's more dominant, like brothers, brothers, typical brother brothers. shit. Yeah, this is when Aaron decides to leave this, uh, you know, this masculinity chaos. <laughs> Masculine chaos. This toxic masculinity. Yeah, and she goes, uh, Aaron goes to Hot Mom and says, hey, can I help you with anything? And she's mm-hmm. like, yo, can you, you know, hike it down six miles and go ask the neighbor for milk? Right. She's like, well, can we just call DoorDash? You know, like, <laughs> you sh- why do I have to, can I just go to Walgreens can or I something? Just get DoorDash up here? Um, but she's like, can you go get some milk for the neighbor, right? Right. And, and she's like, well, sure, if that helps. Uh, so on her way outside, Aaron goes, um... You know, leaves out, you know, as she's going to the neighbor's house, she stumbles upon, you know, the brothers and the mm-hmm, dad. Mm-hmm. They're cooking out. Yeah, and she's got a camera. Yeah, so she's like, let me take a picture, which I guess it's just to establish that there's a camera. Foreshadowing. Right. This is 2011 where we took pictures on cameras still. I did Not they? phones. I thought in 2000, I was still, I was using my phone. I don't recall, but cameras were still around. But if, you, if this debuted at a film festival in 2011, who knows when this was shot? That's true, but that's the other thing, like... Even the phone cameras weren't as good back then as they are now. Because we know they have cell phones because yeah. when all hell breaks loose, they're like, we have no a flip si- phone. This is the same thing, but it's like, yeah. we have no signal. Yeah. It's, you know, what you always have to say so. at every slasher. But she, this is more or less preserving memories. It's yeah. dad and two boys grilling on the grill. Let's take some pics. So, you know, she takes off on her long walk. And- also, did you see Drake? He was a total fucking kiss up to his dad here. Oh, yeah. 
Drake's dad, all like, great. Dad, that's just, uh, the sear on that steak is so good, Dad. Yeah, Dad, your pants look, your ass Crispin, looks great in those pants, Crispin God. just rolling his eyes like, fuck, get, you know, get your head out of Dad's ass. Well, yeah, because Aaron takes off, and I think <clears throat> this is when, you know, the dad goes to Crispin and says, hey, homie. Tell me about the fellowship. Did everything work out? And he's like, no, I didn't get it. I didn't have any published work this year. Mm -hmm. So things aren't looking good. And so the dad's trying to comfort him. Right here, Andy. Yeah. I go like this. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. At one point where I was like, okay, this is kind of an interesting scene. Yeah. Um, Upstairs, uh, Drake has, when Drake, you know, after kissing his dad's ass, uh, he wanted to go upstairs to check on his wife, Kelly, Mm -hmm. who was just getting out of the shower. You know, popping zits, really hot. <laughs> you know, I guess Drake's turned on by this because he's you know slowly starting to try to take off her bra. And, yeah. And she's like, where did where did where did old where did old Crispin meet that Australian right. business? Right. She's was kind of annoying. Yeah. They talk shit about they yeah. talk shit about Crispin and Aaron. He's not listening because he finally gets her bra off, and you see a little bubitch. Mm. But she's like, I'm not in the fucking mood. So he's like, Well, if you're not in the mood, I'm fucking taking some Vicodin. Okay. So I'm if, I'm, get high. if I'm not getting any bubage, I'm get I'm doing drugs. I'm gonna disassociate. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> right? That's <laughs> just the way to go. No boobs. I'm, no banter. I'm, I'm checking out. I'm done. Uh and this is, I mean, they're essentially just talking trash about Crispin. Yeah. Crispin must have been uh, a, a te- like a teacher, and Aaron's one of his students. They're just gossiping. We'll find out about that a little later. But uh, Aaron does finally, because it right. is during the day. Aaron she finally gets makes to it the house. house. Yeah. As she's walking up, she <clears> hears <throat> that music that I just played. The Dwight Twilly. Yes, the Dwight Twilly band. She hears it. You know, she's she does the lightest knock with a music music blare, and she's like this. No. Yeah. Like, and, you're like uh, you know, you're all coked up listening to Dwight Tilly Band. You're going to hear that knock. But the song ends, Nick, and then repeats, starts over again. Um, from inside the house, we can see Eric's body propped up on the sofa. So yeah. it looks like he's just sitting there. But like she doesn't notice him. that. Yeah, she, she doesn't she doesn't right. take a look in the house. She's no, just, no, but that's what's happening. She's just like, they're probably not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we know he's in there, but he did. Right. But she doesn't get any answer, so no. she just leaves. She was, uh, I, this is when I was in at this point. I was like, okay, this... For my first watch, I remember texting going, okay, this movie's pretty <clears throat> rad. Mm-hmm. I was pretty stoked on it because it kept me interested. The first watch, the hour and a half, hour and 35 minutes went by really quick. But um, later that night, Andy, the whole family arrives. Yeah. And this is when I think we really need to break it down. So if you just give you me do like couples or how you want to do it? Yeah. Paul and Aubrey, mom and hot mom and dad. They have four kids. They have Drake, who we met, Crispin, who we've met. Uh, Felix is now here, along with the little baby princess, the baby daughter, like the the one mom loves, dad loves. I mean, she's the baby girl, Amy. Mm-hmm. So those are the four kids. Now they have significant others. So there's, you know, they, they have eight kids, four kids with two, with, you know, they bring someone. Each that's coupled eight up. people. Yeah. So mom and dad, that's ten people. Yeah. So here they are, Crispin and Aaron, who we've met. Hello, I'm Aaron. <laughs> Drake and Kelly, popping zits, not showing boobage. Felix and Z. Felix is this, and Z, who's kind of gothy. Yeah, that's uh, his girlfriend. Z. 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 E. E. Looked a little bit like Olivia Wilde. That's good call. But it's not Olivia Wilde. I like that call. And then there's Amy, the favorite, and her 
uh, boyfriend, Tariq. Tariq. Easy. It's easy, but remember those names because it's kind of important. It's a very easy... This is easy character development. Yeah. Because some weren't there that long, but uh, that's the breakdown of the family. Um, you know, again, Amy's the princess. They're all meeting. Everyone's kind of introducing themselves. Mom makes a quick hot bomb's like, hey, guys, how do I look in this bra? Also, I want to thank you all for coming. <laughs> that's what she says. Yeah, yeah. I want to thank you all for coming to this 35th fucking anniversary. Mm -hmm. They should have been 25th, but uh, she's just trying to let everyone uh, knows what's happening. And now we're having dinner, Andy. Yeah, sit down at dinner. And, uh, let the chaos begin. Paul, the dad, toasts uh, the reunion. Everyone seems to be enjoying themselves. Drake. Gives a stupid toast is kind of sucking up, of course. And um, I think Chrisman like rolls his eyes, whatever, you know, and Felix and Z kind of pick up on that. Everybody knows Drake's a suck up. Well, the, that's where we're getting at here. My favorite thing <clears> is that <throat> when Drake starts fucking with Tariq. Yes, that's what happens. The mood uh, changes a little bit. Drake starts mocking Tariq. Tariq, what do you do? And, and Tariq <laughs> like, talks about being a, a documentary. I'm a filmmaker. Filmmaker. And I've been to some underground film festivals. Oh, what makes them underground? They show the movies underground? Do they show the movies and underground? And Tariq goes, no, they show them above ground. They show them above ground, but <laughs> it's just a secret, like an invitation <laughs> like, only. Have you ever watched commercials? And I was like, yeah. hey, give it up for advertising. And he's like, commercials are really good. That's where you go. And Kelly's like, that's the only reason I watch TV. He's like, Tariq, look at a documentary and commercial making. And Tariq's yeah. like, okay, I'll look into it. <laughs> so that's so when he sets yeah, his eyes. Drake's just a dick. Yeah, that's when Drake sets his eyes on Crispin. Right. How did you and Aaron meet? There Crispin uh, is a teacher, professor, talks, that, talks about Aaron was originally his TA, but uh, they stopped when they began dating. She's stopping his TA because they didn't feel like it was um, appropriate. And and Drake mutters something about being unprofessional under his breath. And Crispin's like, what was that? You got something to say, boy? Are you going to trash talk me? And the boys start to argue. Uh, the rest of the family joins in. Everybody's shouting and arguing about this is where we get a little Secret Santa vibes. How they're just kind of... yeah. The, the, this has all been held back, and That's now exactly what I wrote. a little bit of uh, of uh, poking and prodding, and the dam breaks. They're all yelling and it's arguing. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, mom tried to stop it, but it's not helping. I mean, in, they haven't been around in a while, but right. What's funny is it's like Tariq, our our documentary underground filmmaker. He, he sees something out the window, doesn't he? Yeah, he just goes. What like, is that? What is that? So he just gets out of his chair because they're all fighting. So he. I might as well just look outside. <laughs> take a look. I'm gonna go to the window and look yeah. outside. Yep. And it's just like a quick. Like it's, right. it's just like you hear like a little glass break, like yep. a pebble breaking the glass. Yep. And no one notices. Well, of course, except Tariq. Well, and uh, Aaron, I didn't Aaron kind of look and see some broken glass in the floor, but she just kept listening to the argument. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't anything no one really took notice. And to. Arrow busts through the glass, hits Tariq right in the forehead. Yeah, like right above the right eye, dude. above his eyes, I mean, bridge is, of his nose. It right is up just, there. and that's. <clears throat> and no one sees notices until all of a sudden uh, the argument sort of dies down as more and more people notice Tariq just sort of stumbling around, still on his feet, like a like a drunk person, yeah. and then falls over backwards and, and screaming. And that's and that's what I wrote here. It's like all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Once it, this is what it begins, Andy. Um, panic. Panic. I mean, arrows start kind of shooting through the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Aubrey, duck. hot mom, is kind of like freaking out in front of the window. Drake goes to grab her, and as he's grabbing her, he gets an arrow to the back. Is he dead? No, it's just kind of like kind of shoulder, back. shoulder blade, collar yeah. blown area, yeah. blown collar blown, in, in collar bone area. So. Thank God he took that Vicodin. Yeah, he probably doesn't. It probably hurts, but not as bad as it could. So you know, <laughs> thank you, Kelly, for not giving up any bubage. There and you go. So he. Uh, 
So, you know, he gets a quick injury, but again, the arrows are flying. This is when Aaron, you know, put a shrimp on the Bobby, Christmas girlfriend, really takes charge. Oh, yeah. She's fucking like, everyone remain calm. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of like, now I'm getting... What's excited about this? She's like, get up. You know, she's helping him move out of the room while staying uh, out of sight of the windows. They yeah. each, like, carry a chair. Chair, because she knows it's arrows. Because yeah. obviously, so, so she's the like, back of the chair is facing the window, shielding you as you, as you run past the window. Yeah, they, they, they're they making their way into the uh, vestibule. What is it? The, the veranda? Yeah, the entryway. The well, there's really no windows. <laughs> the vestibule. The vestibule. <laughs> yeah, the front entryway. The uh, foyer. The, the, the is foyer. it a foyer? It's a foyer. It's a foyer. Uh, they check their phones. Can't. Nobody's got a signal. Felix is like, hey, it's probably a cell Maybe jammer. Maybe there's a jammer. Because I had, because Dad's like, I had a signal like an hour ago, and they're like, <laughs> nope, um, something's jamming the just signal. Aaron, Aaron grabs her phone and sends a text message to nine one one saying she they have to respond to that. Well, but no, they she's say, unsure well, if they're gonna get a I, decent signal. I was interested because that's it was interesting to me because it says like even if you have one bar and you can't get. <clears throat> A call out. If you can at least get one bar and you can text nine one one, they have to respond. Yeah, it'll be like they'll they'll hone in on your phone and they'll, right. they'll show up. So that's what she so does. Everyone's worried about Jake. Uh, you know, should we pull it out? Should we pull the arrows? Like Aaron's kind of like, you know, no, let's oh, leave Drake. it right now. Did you say Jake? Drake. Drake. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and I can't get names right today. Yeah, he's like, just give me some drugs so they feed him some more Vicodin. Yeah. The family, of course, has no idea what's happening. So Felix says, we need to make a run for it. We need the fastest person out there to run to the neighbor's house, run for the car. And that's when Drake, you know, even with an arrow at his back, goes, I'm the fastest. Mm-hmm. Crispin's too fat. And he's like, I'm not too fat. So Amy finally steps yeah, up. Yeah, because Crispin was going to go. Crispin was like, I'll do it. But Amy's like, no, I could do it. Yeah. She looks at her daddy and says, I could do this, daddy. And he looks at her and says, I know you can't, princess. So this is kind of when the buildup starts going on. So right away, I'm like, okay, <laughs> something's going to fucking happen. So the plan is what? She's going to run Felix at the door? It. Felix admits the plan. He <clears> says, what we're going to do is we're going to open the door as she's running though as she's running because they won't expect her to become running out full blast right because most people would just slowly step out like a timid mouse or if you open the door and then she comes running out it gives them time yeah so whereas if she starts running and they open but running's important right and just kind of making a dash for it because even after first, it was a second watch where I was like, oh, oh. you know, it's you know, it, it, it's 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 setting up to where we're learning that she's got to run out, open the doors, so it, do 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 do, change the fire, slow motion, and, and, and as she gets to the door, they open it up, and as she fucking runs out, there's a fucking you know hard wire, just piano right, wire kind of, like right at neck level, yeah. <laughs> Fucking throws her back, nearly decapitates her, falls back. I mean, a gash the size of Guam comes out of her neck. She's running full speed. Yeah, Yeah, just she falls back, choking. Great sounds. (laughs) Amy is now dead, and that is my dick kill. Dick kill. Shot of the week. Shot of the week. Dick shot. Kill of the week. Um, it's the build-up, Andy. Yes. Uh, we knew it was going to happen. It was a fun kill. Uh, I, t- I just thought it was creative. I mean, there were so many great kills in this, but um, I just the build-up for me is what sold uh, the dick kills. So, of yeah. course, so the, the big plan, the big plan to have somebody run was is <laughs> quickly ended. Like boom, just like that, as she runs uh, neck first into a piano wire strung yeah. perfect level. If you're stringing that piano wire, how do you decide how high to put it? 
How do you decide? I don't know. I mean, somebody could second, be well. Second watch, I realized why. Somebody could be five five. Somebody could be six three, and you're gonna hit them either in the chest or it's gonna go right over their head. You yeah. know what I mean? They ha- they hung it perfectly, and it was amazing. Yeah, so. I think well, you know, and we know why. Yeah, we wink, do. Wink, we'll tickle, know why. Tickle. Good call. Sniff sniff. Um, uh, everyone course, freaks out. Yeah, Aaron goes upstairs. You know, to make she's like, okay, knights, let's make sure all the doors and windows are locked. Right, and uh, that's when. You know, she's uh, kind of working. Uh, she's just, like, kicked out. into action. Yeah, mom That's... is flipping out, like... Oh, sure. Her so, daughter just died in front of her. Yeah, so she's, like... They, they put her to bed, Andy. They take her Paul upstairs. Paul takes her upstairs, puts Aubrey to bed, leaves her in the room. Um, she's crying, of course, very distraught. He locks the door behind him, and they. Uh, she's inconsolable. Um, Another moment here is when I go, hmm, <clears throat> is when Crispin looks at Aaron because she's taking charge, and he goes, I've never seen you act like this before. Interesting, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Things that make you go fucking, hmm. <laughs> because, right, everyone's freaking out, and Aaron's the only one who seems to have a level head, and just, you do this, you do this, we got to lock up, lock the windows, she's lock the doors. Badass. She does not panic. Takes charge of the situation. We need to do slashy awards again because she would definitely win a fucking slashy from me, from Nick Bankhead. For just being, being awesome in an emergency. Fucking, you know, no, best fucking rad person in a movie. Okay, I agree. Fucking Aaron. Who's so, better, her or ooh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis in the new Halloweens? Oh, well, Jamie Lee <laughs> Curtis has got legacy. She does. That's true. Aaron does it. It's a one-off. But I mean, if you said, "Let's just take Jamie Lee Curtis from the original Halloween to Aaron and fucking your next Aaron." Yeah, I can't think of another like strong. Oh, there's tons. There are tons, but right off the top fucking of my head, scream, fucking Sydney. Yeah, that's true, Sydney. Sydney's got legacy. <laughs> Sydney fights back, but someone without legacy. What's another movie that's just it's a one-off heroine, a female hero, that comes through? I, I'm trying to like as strong and like I'm gonna fuck him up. I can't think We've of one. Watched so many We've watched movies. so many, Nick, and we I'm just, really just failing. Just now because we're going to look like assholes. We yeah. Just, because we, we do this improv. I don't know. If yeah. I knew you were going to ask this question, I would have done research. We would have done some. That's yeah, okay. Don't but, worry about uh, it. Felix decides after, you know, Crispin weirdly says, I've never seen you act like this before, Aaron. Um, Felix, like, we need to go get help. Someone needs to fucking uh, go. We, we, something needs to be done because things are fucking going crazy. Right. Everyone's kind of deciding what to do. Meanwhile, mom is upstairs. Crying her eyes out. Crying her balls out. (laughs) Crying her balls off. Crying her, well, yeah, not hot mom. (laughs) I mean, that's cool if hot mom had balls, but (laughs) I'm cool. I'm progressive. She was very upset. She was very upset, and something suddenly is starting to appear from under the bed. There's a person under her bed wearing a a tiger. It's the fox, I thought. A mask. Wearing a mask. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) That's an, he's, they're, they're wearing an animal mask. A white animal mask. Crawls out from under the bed. And as she uh, is crying, he pulls out a big old machete. Machete. And just as Aubrey realizes there's someone in the room and starts to turn over, uh, he swings. And, and we hear, and cut downstairs and we hear Aubrey scream. You hear a scream, a faint scream. Of course, everyone uh, decides to run upstairs. Meanwhile, Aaron's kind of... You know, kind of locking a window, and before the scream happens, something just grabs her from outside. Oh yeah, she, she reacts. Yep. So she like you know d- dicks out of the fucking grab, then takes a knife, stabs the fucking the forearm, the forearm. Yeah. So then she turns around to grab a knife for the final kill. That arm is gone. They went away, but that's again where you're like, what the fuck? Who's this? She Aaron? was super fast to Aaron Bow, like back. Rambo. I mean, like she's <laughs> like you drew first blood. 
<clears throat> well, the, the point is she doesn't panic. This person reached in the house and grabbed her by the hair, and she had the wherewithal to stab him in the arm. Yeah. Um, but, th- you know, th- this is when the scream happens, so everyone is yeah. now making their way upstairs. Now we yeah. realize mom is dead. Yeah, they bust in the room. Um, the words, you're next, scrawled in blood. And proper grammar. On the wall. <laughs> Paul, the dad, obviously breaks down, distraught. Just lost his fucking daughter. Her daughter, and now his wife's dead. And, oh, my God, Aubrey is there on the bed. The machete's like in her head, yeah. sticking out. Like, it's gruesome. Very sadistic kills. I mean, Very. Like, you know, these, these, these animal mercenaries, <laughs> whatever you want to call them, they're not just doing like, oh, I'm just going to stab them in the heart. Like, yeah, they're not they're using like, poison. Yeah, they're not like a gun. You <laughs> they're know, murdering. I'm yeah. going to fucking take this. I'm going to stick this <laughs> knife up your vag. I'm going to so, cut your, through your testicles. I mean, they are taking pleasure on these kills. Yeah. Um, you know, dad of just losing his shit. Uh, so Kelly you got, covers her body. Right. And Drake and um, Crispin and Felix sort of get dad back downstairs. Uh, his sons drag him back downstairs. Kelly uh, notices the windows open. Yep. Kelly is there by herself now in yep. the room. She thinks she's fine. She moves to close the window and hears something in the room. She slowly, yeah. yeah, she slowly creeps down um, in like a push-up position and lowers Ooh. herself down under the bed to look under the bed and then yes. music sting. Dung! Guy in the fox mask is there. <laughs> and Kelly screams and runs out of the room screaming and runs all the way downstairs past everybody and right outside. But this, ducks under the piano ducks wire. The, yeah, she remembers. Yeah. I thought, like, I would have forgot. I would have been, I would have been following oh. Amy's. I would have been, or, I, you know, I'm a little taller. Oh, my Amy's God, so. if she got hit by the piano wire, too? <laughs> that would have been priceless. I would have laughed my ass off. But I wouldn't have been like, oh, no. I would have been like, you stupid shit. You hit. But, I mean, think about it, man. Yeah. Your, your mind is going crazy. People oh, yeah. are dying. You she for her to remember the wire, I thought was pretty smart. Yeah. I was like, okay, she you go, ducked. Kelly. But she does. She takes the fuck off. Drake tries to run after. Her. Yeah, he, he ducks on the wire too, but it hits the knife in his back. The arrow that's in his back. Yeah, the arrow yeah, yeah, catches sorry. on the wire and obviously very painful. And so he passes um, the fuck out. Well, he grabs it and he yanks it out. Yeah, but and he looks at it and there's you know blood on it and then he passes out. I think it's the blood. Yeah. Just, oh, well, he just falls down and then Crispin and Aaron and have to pull Drake back into the house. Get him somewhere safe to make sure he rides his blackout in a safe area. This yeah. is when Crispin decides that he needs to take I gotta be action. the one. I need to go get the car. Aaron, I got this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have to split. I know you got this. He pulls her aside. They have a quick romantic talk. Like, listen, I, I, I will go when I first get a bar. When I when I, when I I meet someone, I will send help. Please trust me. I love you. And she's like, I love you too, Crocodile Dundee. I love you too. Just as much as I love Crocodile Dundee. Just as much as I love Paul Hogan. And just as much as I love shrimps on the barbie. Shrimps on the barbie and kangaroos and <laughs> koala bears and eucalyptus. Fucking platypuses <laughs> and other shit. <coughs> Kelly, not good at Australian. I'm not good at accent. I can only do like our a- friends at Extreme Horror Replay really picked on our accents in their awards show. Extreme Horror NPR, you mean? Yeah, Extreme Horror NPR. Hi, yeah. welcome to Extreme. I gotta Horror play replay. it on 1.5 speed just to like that. It's talking like normal pace, you know. But it's okay, you yeah. guys. Hey, some people talk slow. 
Yeah. Other people talk normal. Try doing that <laughs> before you hit record. Yeah, maybe a little. I mean, you'll be able to. You'll be able to. Comp- <laughs> well, no, they would just speed up to normal yeah. pace. Probably, so, yeah, maybe. But I, anyway, I don't need to be doing appreciate the roasting, yeah, uh, the roasting at our expense. Uh, the by the way, was- this is a sidetrack. We listened to your uh, awards, the Oscars. That's what they called it, the Oscars. Very creative. And they used our our intros. And um, yeah, we called them Extreme Horror Podcast. My apologies. We had a bunch of beers. (laughs) And we didn't say Extreme Horror. We didn't say Extreme Horror Replay. So I feel bad about that. But, uh, you know, they didn't need to call us slash community college. I, you know what? I went to a community college for that the first time. That kind of hurt. I went to it before I went to my accredited in my, my fucking you know, liberal arts school. Yeah. I went to a community college, and it yeah. was great. Great well, I don't want to start any beef, but they're they're a hoot. But yeah. I will start vegan beef because I gotta... vegan beef is tasty. Extreme horror. We're not... Extreme horror NPR. Uh, where, where in the hell were we fucking at? Kelly. Kelly, yeah. who fucking took off, dumped yeah. in the wire. Yeah. She finally makes it to the neighbor's house. She's flipping out. And she's and so it's nighttime through the patio screen doors when you know uh, door she the can music's see. still playing music's still playing but she could see somebody sitting on the couch yeah and she's pounding on the window open fucking let me fucking in fucking open up and it looks like he's just sitting there and uh, she everything she thinks gonna be fine but actually the reflection in the back here comes a masked uh, animal this killer. is tiger mask tiger mask and she turns around like just. Punches her so hard in the face. Right in the nose. And she falls through. Yeah. He fucking punches her hard. I am not an advocate of punching women. Uh, If you're a killer, it's still not cool. But this dude punches her square in the face. And I'm like, oh, Oh, shit. Hard enough that it it breaks the glass. I mean, you know, I don't think... Come on, Nick. Use your words. You punch someone so hard, I feel like they would just kind of bounce off the glass. I think yeah. the glass would be pretty durable. I agree. But to really punch someone and then they and a and a female who's probably got smaller body weight than someone's yeah. like you know two fifty. Yeah. She, she busts through the window, so it was a hard enough punch. She's out. Definitely broke her nose. Oh, for sure. Fucking busted her, broke her whole face. <laughs> we're back at the. Uh, we're back with Crispin, who is at the car, realizing he can't get out because yep. all the cars are disabled. Yep. Shocking. Yeah. Shock, I mean, yeah. no the kidding, are dude. Bad. The, yeah, the, the yeah. cars are going to be dead. That, I can't tell you how many movies we've seen to where it's like, you know, I just, the first one I brought up with the Slumber Party Massacre remake. You know, yeah. like every car, oh, my car's dead. We uh, watched uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies not too long oh, yeah, ago. And yeah, the beginning of that yeah. where she has trouble with like the window. I was like, whoa, uh, it's oh, foreshadowing. Oh, yeah, and, and then also uh, the, the mirror. The mirror, yeah. the lights are on. Oh, the battery's going to go dead. That's going to come to play later. I don't see what the Pete Davidson hype is. Me neither. He's not I mean, I'm great. sure. I heard he's got a big penis. That's awesome. Super. And but, if he's a funny guy, like in a social setting, good for him. Yeah, but, but I never saw him on Saturday Night Live, and I just uh, knew he's a fuck up. And he yeah. always looks like he's just tired, his eyes. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't that good in Body's Body. I mean, his, his character was quick kill, but yeah. I just don't see what this... Everyone's Good recommendation, like, though, man. You and Jody recommended that movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I, I twist and turns and yeah. unique. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Cool ending. Um, so. so after uh, Crispin realizes that these cars are disabled, he, uh, I love the scene, Andy. We're back at the house. and With Kelly, Kelly. Kelly's trying to wake up. She's trying to make her way to the guy she's on the couch. crawling on broken glass. Yeah, and she's like, why is this guy on the couch fucking taking notice of me? This motherfucker, <laughs> this is honorable mention. He, yes. He doesn't just take the axe and fucking chop her. He swings it like a motherfucking golf club. Okay, so Taking describe she's on her knee hands and knees crawling realizing that uh 
it's the dead body of Eric from the beginning yeah, of the movie. They show his is whole dead. Face. Yeah, his, he's, that's why he wasn't responding. Yes. This is when our killer in the tiger mask throws her and flips her down on the floor yep. um, on her back. Yep. On and her he back. steps onto her chest. her chest to hold her down. Yes. And then he lines up the axe with the side of her head. Like a nine iron. Like he's a fucking... fucking nine iron. And he takes a swing and thunk right into Kelly's skull. Holy shit. And this is why. And I gets love... it stuck. Yeah. I mean, it's. And so he doesn't, he just leaves the axe there. I don't, this scene, I don't, why it was written in this, the script, I don't know. Well, he sits down on the couch next to Eric's corpse, just staring at Kelly's body. Yeah, and just kind of cocks his Mm -hmm. head and just, and and listens to the music. It's Mm -hmm. very, it's it's a creep fucking scene. What if he started touching himself? (laughs) <laughs> That's a Nick thing. That was hilarious. <laughs> what if he just started reaching down his pants like he just killed he just killed this woman in a brutal way and he's gonna and he's gonna start to whack it. Through the mask he spits in his palm. Yeah, and then he starts what if he started doing that? Oh, what a fucking messed up dude. You're next too. Yeah. Written and directed by Nick and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back um, at the house, so she is uh, dead. It's a yeah. great, it's a great uh, shot. Back at the house, Crispin, you know, realizes that the cars are dead. Hey, I think we still have a chance. Yeah, um, Kelly might have distracted them. I'll get down, like I said before. Um, I, I, you know, I, since I won't have the car this time, Aaron, I promise I will make it on foot and I will text and call. Yeah, again, you know, when he says take care of your, you know, I'm going like this. I'm going. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But as fast as I can go, hmm. He opens the front door. He cuts the wire. He's just like fuck this wire. Fuck this wire. Yeah. And uh, Chris takes off. off. And this is when uh, Mr. Deimos, Andy, fucking take or Aaron takes charge. Right. She's she as she closes the door. She's like, it's my guess that someone's still in here. Someone's still in the house. <laughs> Someone's still in the house. And and they're, and they're like, they're like, really? And Felix and it's, Z. It's Felix Z and Dad and Aaron. Just those. Paul, four. yeah. Paul, yeah. And so Paul's like the guy who fucking the person who murdered my wife. Mm-hmm. And so now she's like, well, yeah, it's a safe bit. It's a safe bit. <laughs> um. So she, they're like, what do we do? Should we go? What's the? Where should we go? And she's like, is there a place with the windows? The basement. Right. And Aaron's like, no, we can't go a basement because they'll take. They'll throw gas downstairs and just light a match, and we'll all, we'll all fry like a shrimp on That's the That's right. Aaron like totally was thinking of ways that they could get killed. That's why I thought it was really neat. She's like, "We can't go down the basement. <laughs> they could just throw gasoline and light a match, and we'd be trapped." Like, oh yeah, we perfectly like, reasonable, yeah. absolutely true. Yeah, we'd fry like koalas in a brush fire. <laughs> we would fry like koalas <laughs> in a wildfire. Uh, something. This um, is the worst. We're losing all Australian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> We're pretty big in Australia, too. So, uh, again, uh, we have four people in the house. <laughs> They're deciding to kind of walk around a board of the house. Mm-hmm. Something suddenly comes through the window. Um, as uh, Aaron is coming back from the kitchen with weapons, uh, right. something just bursts through the window. I th- it's the lamb. But it, no, he used uh, Kelly's corpse. Yeah. to break the glass. Yeah, he, he carried the corpse right, like from all the, the way from Eric's house. Yeah, it's not like next half door. mile, yeah, mile, half mile whatever it is. He carries the corpse back to use it for a. F- he couldn't grab a rock. Couldn't grab a stick. No, He's like, I'm gonna grab her body. That's what the Mongols did back in the day. The Mongols would decapitate their enemies and then launch the heads into the town, not to da- cause damage, just to be like, here's the heads of your just loved to be ones. Dicks. Yeah. Wow. So this guy, I'm going to throw the dead body of one of your loved ones through the window so you can see I killed her 
and now I'm breaking into the house yeah, and using I, her body. I had that in my notes. I was kind of like, fucked this is interesting. Up. It is fucked up. But the lamb enters, and uh, this is really, because I, I know it's it's actually the tiger that comes through. It's so tiger, can, yeah. Tiger comes he through. He comes in. And he... he Aaron's flipped out. She's on the ground, so Tiger's right. going to take this axe, and I'm going down on you, Aaron. Not the sexy way, but in the, I'm going to murder you way. <laughs> He's going to hit her, yeah. And But she puts up a fight, Andy. She rolls out of the way just in time as the axe hits the floor and then kicks him in the nuts and then... Uh, a meat tenderizer. And hits him in the knee with a meat tenderizer. He goes down on one knee, and then she smacks him on the side of the head, and he falls over, and then she just proceeds to cave in his skull Dude, no, with she, this meat tenderizer. She doesn't take it like three or four. She goes fucking Victor Damn. Crowley on this motherfucker, yeah. dude. She is... And it's funny because after she's done, she takes off his mask, holds up his dead head. She's hitting him in the back of the head, yeah, right? Yeah, so she holds up the head and then looks at Felix and says, do you recognize, do any of you recognize this person? And Felix goes, well, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he is gone. And, you know, and so all this hell's breaking loose. Felix looks at Aaron and goes, you know what? Um... Really taking charge. Crispin's gonna be fine. Uh, yeah. He's tough, and she's like, "No, he's not." But thanks. And then she's like, I "Appreciate your help, by the way." And he's like, "Well, it looked like he had everything. Looks under like he control. had everything under control." And then um, the Aaron's just like, "I think there's probably at least two others." Yeah. So uh, one definitely in the house, and, and Dad is like, "Well, I'm I'm gonna be a hero," and he grabs a knife and heads back upstairs looking for revenge for. Hot mom's death. Yeah, because he takes off alone because, you right. know, Aaron wouldn't think it would be a good idea. But as this all this commotion was going on with Aaron killing Tiger Mask, yeah. uh, you know, this is when dad decides to yeah. kind of go searching the house. Felix and Z are like, we'll, we'll go get him. Yeah, we'll go get him. So dad is upstairs and he's yeah. actually in that closet that, you know, was previously mentioned in this podcast, previously right. mentioned in the film. And he notices empty water bottles. Some of those empty water bottles, Andy, are filled with urine. Which tells us that someone's been camping out yeah, in this like a closet. Bag and yep. like a fucking some empty granola bars. So he knows that someone's been here for a few days at least. Magazines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Suddenly the lights go out. Right, and the lights go out in the whole house, and uh, Paul is startled. Um, well, we see was it uh, Fox Mask is shadowing him yeah. upstairs as he creeps around upstairs. The guy in the Fox Mask is uh, shadowing him, but then. Um, it was neat because wasn't it like he was opening the closet door, looking in the closet, and then when he closes the door, Felix and Z are there, and we yeah. get a jump scare. And he jumps, and so that's that's like, oh fuck, you know, yeah. you it's a jump scare. You think it's going to be Fox going right. for, going for the gut jugular, but it's like Felix Dad, is like, hey, no, Dad. Dad is Dad is cool. What's up? And Dad's yeah. like, Felix, someone's been living here, camping here. Yeah, they've been this watching. Is them. Purposeful. Yeah. This isn't a random attack. And just suddenly as he's explaining this to, to Felix, Fox shows up. The fox mask steps out of the corner and slices Paul's throat just, with the machete. A of, there's a lot of throat kills. Cool throat kills. Th cool throat kills. Mm -hmm. But what's up? Why doesn't Felix and Z seem to be freaking out? Uh, you're right. As Paul, uh, it's like a slow death, flops around, <laughs> bleeding out of his neck, and he hits a table, you know, and knocks over and falls. He's on his back, bleeding out, dead. I noticed that, too. Like, Felix... His son and uh, Felix's girlfriend, Z, are just watching pretty calmly. I was like, what the fuck? Why aren't they going, oh, shit, oh, shit, yeah. and trying to cover it? Right away, I knew. It didn't make any sense until um, after Paul is dead, the fox mask guy walks up, <sighs> exhales, takes off the mask, and Felix is like, why did you got to do that in front of me? And yeah, he's wearing earbuds. He's like, did you say something? He's probably he takes like, earbuds. Did probably, you say something? Yeah, yeah. probably listen to some like, you know, Nickelback or Creed or something you like that. You think so? No. Yeah. I think he's probably listening to like. EDM? 
No, like maybe some Beethoven. Ooh, that'd be creepy. That's what it always is. Yeah. What if he was listening to like Baby Shark do, 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 <laughs> as he murders people? Or, or he was like, you're my sugar. Do, 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 the Archies. Do, do. Oh, honey, honey. No, you are my candy <laughs> girl. As he slices Paul's throat. Yeah, but so now we're learning Felix and Felix Z is in on it. are in on it. And Def- they are, is revealed, the assailants are working for Felix. Yeah. And... He's out for his inheritance. Downstairs, Aaron is getting to work. Uh, she hears the lamb making through uh, his way through the house. The lamb mask. The lamb mask. And the lamb comes up on his uh, dead pal. Tiger mask. Tiger mask. And it's not only a dead pal, it's a dead brother. It's my brother. It's my brother, brother. He goes he hears, ape shit. Yeah, uh... Aaron can hear. She's hiding kind of at the basement. She's in the basement. Door, yeah, you know, hiding up on top of the stairs at the basement door. She hears the screams. He flips the dinner table. Andy Lamb Mask is ready to kill. He's upset. So yeah, he hears something from the basement uh, basement door. So as he's making, he makes his way to the basement door, grabs the axe, and like fucking Jack Nicholson, that motherfucker, crack hits the door. Uh, hits the well, door. this was cool because Aaron heard him coming. She shut the door. That's what he heard, and then. He slowly approaches the basement door. As we see from her point of view, she creeps up to the keyhole. Yeah. And when she looks through the keyhole, there's his eye yeah. looking at her. And that's when he knows she's there and he takes the axe yeah. to the door. But before she can break through, our boy Drake wakes up from, you know, remember he passed out from the arrow and he stumbles out like, what the fuck's <laughs> going says, on? Hey, he, hey. Tells, he looks at Lamb Mask and he goes, hey, what's up? Yeah. And, and, the, uh, he uh, the lamb mask turns his attention to Drake. Yeah, and so he's, he goes for the kill for Drake, but this Kelly uh, Aaron busts out. Yeah, comes and, up from the basement. Yeah, and just is like you know grab, stabs him in the back with a with a screwdriver. Yeah, and causing and him to he just screams and runs out. Yeah, runs outside. Uh, runs out of the house. Yeah, runs out of the house. Yeah. But it's and Aaron's like Drake, you blacked out. Uh, Drake's like, well, what about Kelly? Where's Kelly? And she's like, I don't know. Yeah, she lies to him. I don't know where Kelly is. Uh, you know, she's okay. I'm, I'm sure she's all right. She'll be back soon. Um, and that's when Felix and Z come, come down back. from upstairs. And, and they're like, Mom, you know, Dad Dad decided to lay down. Yeah, they're like, they first tell him <laughs> that Dad is laying down. And yeah. then she's like, oh, okay, whatever. And we didn't find any other people. And they're like, what yeah. happened? We heard a noise. She's like, well, I stabbed one of them and he ran out. Did you kill him? I don't know. He ran, so I don't, I don't think so. But right. I did kill one. And they're like, you killed him? And, you know, he's, there's dead tiger mask laying there. With his brains bashed in. Yeah, and this is, it's needless to say, Andy, now it's a totally different movie. Aaron, now we know that since, you know, the the audience knows what's going on, it's a different movie now. Oh, Aaron, for sure, because now you know Felix and Z are in on it. Yeah. Aaron doesn't know that. Drake we don't know is Drake in on it or not, but Drake got hit with an arrow, so we assume maybe he's not maybe in on not, it. But. Uh, but again, Drake only got hit with the arrow because he was protecting his mom. But if Drake was in on it, he wouldn't have protected his mom. So it's like okay, so we know at least Felix and Z are in on the on the killing, and Aaron does not. Aaron tells Drake and Felix, "You guys go down to the basement, find more tools to use as weapons." There you go. Me and Z, we're gonna make booby traps. I love it. So he's now like, it turns in booby traps too. Turns into Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It really does. It turns into a fucking sick 
but awesome Home Alone. Yeah, a fucking demented <laughs> Home Alone. Yeah. Uh, I, I like this part because, uh, Andy, you explained <laughs> it perfectly. Uh, Felix and Drake are downstairs finding weapons. Z and Aaron, the two ladies of the uh, house now, are uh, putting together booby traps. This is where we get a great backstory and find out why Aaron is such a fucking badass. Z's like, do you mind if I ask you how in the, f-, you know, she obviously wants to know because she's concerned that, you know, she's in on this inheritance mm-hmm. come this up and scheme and, thing. Yeah. yeah. And she sees this chick that's badass. And so mm-hmm. she's like, how did you learn to do this? And uh, when Aaron was a young shrimp on the Bobby, <laughs> she was her dad, I guess, after he had a baby daughter. Well, I mean, she said after he had me, you know, he started thinking the world was going to hell. So we moved to a survivalist camp on, yeah. in the outback. In the outback of Australia. On the outback of Australia. So where... her dad was a wacky survivalist. And um, and yes, this is where she learned all of her skills. Yes. And um, she says, I have not told Crispin yet. Very so important. What they're doing while they're talking about this, they're making traps. Like they're nailing uh, nails into some boards yep. that they're placing on the floor for by the window. So if an intruder tries to sneak through the window, he's going to step on these nails. But they do it with kind of smart. They make them, they make some visible. But they put like, one right up against yeah. the wall at the base of the window, and then they put one about a foot a away, decoy. Like away one, from the window. Yeah, the one, the one that's away from the window is obviously a decoy because yeah. the real one. Is. But while Aaron is like bent over doing this, uh, Z picks up one of the boards, and it looks like she's about to swing it at uh, Aaron and just kill her. Because that's what I was wondering too. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, Z's in on it. Aaron's innocent. Why doesn't Z just try to kill her right now? And that's exactly what happens. But Aaron turns around right at the last second, and Aaron Z just puts it oh, down. Puts so it down Aaron like, doesn't notice it. I said the same thing because yeah. meanwhile, downstairs with brothers Drake and Felix, they're yeah. working to find weapons. Homies. I, I asked, I asked this, Andy. I'm like, why doesn't Felix just kill Drake right now? Right now. Like, why don't they just kill him? Because it would still work out with the plan. No one would know the wiser. And sure enough, Felix is obviously thinking the same thing Nick is, and so he starts stabbing Drake. Yeah, after revealing to Drake that his wife Kelly is actually dead, yeah, Drake screams at his brother, and and Felix stabs him in the stomach. And I was like, "This motherfucker won't die." He and stabs even Felix, him. He stabs him over five times. He stabs he? him with a screwdriver. He's like, "What the fuck? I hate doing this." Pushes it in harder. Picks up another one and stabs him. Five screwdrivers he think, sticks yeah, into I Drake. There were six, but fi- regardless, like five or six. But even Felix looks at his brother and goes, "Why won't you fucking die?" You could tell that that Felix does not enjoy doing this. He's not having fun. No, well, this. I well, I mean, he's stabbing his own brother he, to death. Yeah, he obviously got dehired people to do yeah. the killing for him. But so it's like he still he want like he wants Drake dead, but he didn't want to have to do it himself. Z was ready to kill. Yeah. Drake wanted to kill. There was so many moments where they could have done it. The but, expression on Felix's yeah. face tells me he's not having fun. And that's when he says like, why won't you just die? I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. It's so it's hilarious. You know? <laughs> and they show a shot of Drake looking down with like fucking five or six five, screwdrivers yeah. sticking out of his torso and, and he just he, falls over. Yeah. It takes him a while, but it's why would you fucking die? He's dead. So uh, Aaron, after you know her and uh, Z make some booby traps, she's right. like, "I'm gonna go check upstairs to make sure uh, Hot Papa is doing Paul. okay." Yeah, Paul is doing okay, and Z's kind of like, and she's like, "You can come with me. You know, we can go to go as a parent." She's like, "No, I'll stay out here and make sure everything's cool." She's like, "Okay, be careful." And uh, as you know, Aaron goes upstairs. It's kind of all coming together. Andy uh, Z opens the door, just kind of leaves it slightly ajar. So I guess it's making easier for the. 
two killers that are still with right. us. Right, come in the house, don't climb through the window, yeah, we just set traps exactly, by the window. Exactly, exactly. So Z's trying to help out the killers, because the killers are her friends, or hired help, um, upstairs, and then Z goes to the basement to meet up with Felix. Upstairs, Aaron finds Paul's dead body, Yes, and she gets cornered by the guy with the fox mask. But what the fox say? <laughs> um, essentially, she doesn't really have anywhere to go. She she ends up jumping out the window. Just quickly decides that. It Very wasn't, quick. It wasn't like her going, looking left, looking right. right. Looking, I mean, this fox shows up. She's like, late, deuces. She yep. jumps out the window. Second story window. Second story window. Does a backflip. <clears throat> lands on her fucking boobs. No, I'm just kidding. She <laughs> lands on her back. Yeah. She takes off into the woods because the fox max, the fox mask looks out at her he's she, he's not gonna jump no he's not jumping but she, she has a piece of glass in her she, leg she find yeah she find, but that's what's so funny and yeah. she finally gets to an area in the woods yeah you think it's just gonna like i get chill bumps you think it's just gonna be a small little piece of glass no nope. motherfuckers like 12 inches it's I'm a big I'm, 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 like seven shard, inch shard of, glass. of glass yeah that's coming out of it but um is it the the lamb is stationed outside, so he's kind of following her, and she sees him. So, of course, she makes a bad dash back to the house um, to try to get to safety. And this is the lamb's now on the chase. Fox still upstairs. Lamb's on the chase. He decides to go through the window? No, no, no. I don't think that's what happened. You're right. They, she ran into the woods, found a safe spot, impales her left leg, uh, or uh, the glass. She pulls that out of her leg and... She bandages, well, she doesn't bandage it up yet. She's going to, but th- they go back to the house where Fox Mask is, um, comes downstairs to meet up with Felix and Z, and he just says, everything's fucked up. You know, this. what the fuck is with this girl? Oh, yeah. Like, what's she doing? And uh, Felix is like, um, you go find her and go kill her. And the, the guy, the Fox Mask guy, who's the writer, you said? No, that's the tiger. He's dead. Oh, the tiger's dead. Oh, so who's Fox Mask? Is he the director? Is no, he some other, some other guy? Just an actor? Probably one of their pals. Just a lame actor. He sells some weed. He says, listen, her legs hurt. We're faster than her. We're stronger than her. We'll be able to catch her. I'm not worried about it. Felix reminds him, I'm paying you a lot of money. And Fox is like, fine. And he leaves the room as he uh, pushes Felix onto the bed where dead mom is. This is where Z tries to initiate sex. Yes. Next yeah. to dead Aubrey's yeah, corpse. This, I mean, I'm going to get this, you know, Z has a weird kink. I'm yeah. all for kinks. Mm-hmm. But the, having, like, sex next to a dead body, I don't think that would be a kink. I, I mean, is that, like, we're supposed to be really accepting of kinks, but... You can kink shame this one. Okay, cool. Z thanks. wants to have sex with Felix next to his dead mother. Yeah. And He's like, even, fuck me next to your dead mom. A, what, okay, would it be better if it was a dead stranger? A little better. It would still be weird, sex next to dead body. I think I'd still kink shame that. But it it, it would be a little weird because I just feel like you're dishonoring like the dead. It's yeah. Nah, it's a little taboo, little no thanks. Let me ask you this: this. Is your dead mother, what and if, she's like, "Let's go," and he's like, "I will." I was like, "Would you?" And I was like, "I want Andy and Cheryl to have sex next to my the ashes in my urn." Oh, if it was in your will, yeah, I'd muster it up, man. I would probably. <laughs> I would probably <laughs> take that. I'd muster up the courage, and I would do it. What a weird thing to put in your will. Yeah. I want my best homie, one of my best homies, to fucking have sex next to my You guys need ashes. to make love next to my corp, my, my ashes. All right. Well, I, I, prob- I don't know if I would, because I'd be like, you're not going to fucking know. Yeah, you're a pile of ashes. But still, you're going to come res- back and haunt me. Respect the fucking dead is how you said it. What, mm. is, what is dead mom going to know? That's true. 
That's a good point. But anyway, Felix uh, is revolted. Z yeah. is like, you never want to do anything interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Felix is like, I think we're doing yeah. something interesting Maybe right now. Maybe they jump off the fucking Eiffel <laughs> Tower. Yeah. Having sex next to my dead mom. I think he's more like, I hired mercenaries to kill my family. <laughs> I think I'm doing something interesting. But so um, after that goes down, this is when. Uh, this is where Aaron like pulls out a mini flashlight and pulls the shard out of her leg. Yeah. And that's when she hears the noise and it's uh, lamb mask is uh, aiming a crossbow at her. Yeah. And so she, she ducks just in time. She ducks just in time. She makes it back to the house. Yeah. And uh, so does the lamb. Right. She crawls uh, into the room and hides behind that same curtain where they had hidden uh, Drake earlier in the movie when he was unconscious. So Iron hides in there, and that's when Lamb Mask crawls through the same window. (laughs) He sees the one board about a foot away of nails, and he's like, oh, fuck. Well, I'm not going to crawl in and step on that. But he doesn't see the board full of nails that's right up against the wall at the base of the window. And he crawls and he steps square on like a, a fucking has to be a six inch nail. Oh yeah, it's a huge nail. Yeah, right into his six, goddamn foot. Six inches is huge. It probably came out the top of his foot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the thickness of your foot, like, yeah, or depending on where he stepped. But if he stepped in the middle of his foot, that fucker's in. Six inches is huge. And the thing, <laughs> I see what you're doing. I, I get where you're. I smell what you're stepping in. Because that thing's uh, four inches is pretty big. But the deal is, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. And three inches is average. Uh, if you if you can picture it, it is the board with all these nails has got to be like two feet, foot and a half, two feet long. So he's he stepped right in the middle. So now he's got like this nail in his foot, and the whole board full of nails is like stuck. It's awkward as yeah. fuck. Stuck to his foot. He What's has, he supposed to do? Well, he just drops to the ground. He just takes the board off. Screaming. And he takes his shoes off. He's screaming. So Felix runs downstairs. The whole gang does. Fox, Felix, uh, yeah. Z. And th- this is kind Felix of Felix like, is like, you're getting DNA all over the floor. Yeah. And he's like, I'll fucking clean it up. Aaron is still at her same little hidey spot, you know, on top of the basement steps uh, behind, you know, the door. She's uh, behind that curtain. Oh, yeah. Behind the curtain. I'm sorry. Right. Thanks. Where they hid Drake's uh, unconscious body and earlier. And she's hearing the, she's listening whole in thing. to the whole thing. I paid you guys to kill my family. Yep. How in the fuck is this girl stopping you? Lamb mask freaks out, uh, grabs Felix, shoves him against the yeah, wall. And he's like, unlike your my us, fucking brother's dead, and unlike your brother, I, unlike you and your brother, I like my. Brother. I liked my brother. Yeah, yeah and he's like, I didn't know he was your brother. I thought you guys just served together. Yeah, so like, implying that they're all ex-soldiers, maybe yeah, I, working I, exactly mercenaries yeah. for hire. or worked for the defense punk company that the dad worked for. Maybe uh, you're dot. You're 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 going down a rabbit hole. Oh, okay. Well. I don't know. No, but uh, but you approach a couple guys from the defense company, like, yeah, hey, you remember my dad? He, he was a real asshole, wasn't he? But they, but Let's they, kill he him. He was on the business side. He, he was, was on the marketing side. The marketing side. Okay, I work in marketing. So do I. Yeah. Well, my company doesn't make weapons. <laughs> yeah. I'm in advertising, and I, I would never advertise for guns. Would you guns. ever advertise for something you don't dis- you don't agree with politically? Uh. You probably have already. I've done, I've done big. I've done big. I've done big pharma. You have mm-hmm. brought to you by Pfizer. Oh, don't say that. People might listen to me. They probably are hearing it. Yeah, I'm gonna get fired now. No. Um, Felix. The views and opinions of Slash U do not reflect the views and opinions of Nick Le- Bankhead. No, no, I'm safe. Yeah. Uh, so as Lamb is about to kill Felix because he's just so pissed, he's got a nails, brother's dead, all this shit. Right. Felix, is like, listen, I'll up the salary. Five hundred. Th- I'll give you your brother's salary, plus an extra hundred thousand dollars. 
it's five hundred thousand for you, and then looks over at Fox and says, "I'll up you one hundred thousand dollars if you get it done now." That's three hundred thousand for you, mm-hmm. a total of eight hundred thousand dollars. And so Fox is like, meep, 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 meep. "He's like, well, let's fucking do this." Just then, Aaron. Uh, her cell phone rings. Yeah, so Fox hear this, and he's slowly walking up to the It curtain. was uh, 911. Yeah. Uh, the text message that she sent to you has gone through, meaning that the cops are on their way, but they heard her uh, phone ring. So the Fox guy, <laughs> the Fox mask, burr, 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 he takes uh, his uh, weapon. Was it? What did he have? Did he have the axe? He's just slowly like walking towards. He has um, the axe. The machete or axe machete. He's walking towards the curtains. What's a weapon? And Aaron has nothing. She just behind the curtain raises her fists. And when the fox guy pulls the curtain back the curtain, she punches him straight in the throat yeah, really it's like, fast. It's like a knuckle. Like a throat. knuckle. Like, like right in his throat. Enough to make you like. It's going to knock you back. Yeah, and you're not going to be able to breathe for a few right. seconds. Right. He grabs his throat, choking, falls over, and she escapes out of the she, house. So she, she definitely takes off the house. Uh, but she th- doubles back. She runs out that door, and then she quickly goes to the side back into the house. Everyone else runs out after yeah, her and keeps running. Exactly. Fox, Very smart. Fox, Felix, and Z take off. Lamb stays behind. So Fox, Felix, and Z are running after uh, Aaron, who they think is now you know trying to run for Outside safety. somewhere, yeah. Lamb is, like, staying behind. He and as- comes out, but he's like, wait a minute. I'm going to go back through this other open window. Yeah, and that's when he gets a, a, it's a zombie kill, as I like to call it. He pokes his head through the window, and Aaron just stabs him in the side of the head with a screwdriver. It's a, it's a, it's a great A zombie kill. Like, great A zombie kill. It's a great A zombie kill. That's my zombie kill. Son of the- she kills him and takes the... The big heavy axe now. I think yeah. it's called a maul, you know, because it's like an axe on one end and a hammer on the other. I think the word for that is a maul. That's also where I saw where I saw my first boob was at the mall. <laughs> I'm t- M-A-U-L. Oh, I thought you were sorry. <laughs> it's uh it's actually at a roller rink. Because an axe, I think, boob. is blades on both sides. Like, oh, okay. like but a maul is an axe on one side and like a hammer on the other. So anyway, yeah, technicality. Cinephile. Yeah, that um, was so now we have, now it's just, we only have one animal mask left. And but so, Aaron sets up a booby trap here. Uh, she sets up a booby trap, a fucking foreshadowing booby trap. It's it's setting up the axe, like you said, yeah. the mall. Yeah. Um, and so when someone opens a door, the axe is going to swing down to your face hard because there's two bricks behind it. She like, so yeah, it's on a pendulum. Ties a couple bricks to it, right, and secures it kind of above the archway of the door. Like a pendulum. So you, as you, if you were to open the front door, this fucker's going to swing right down, blade first, right into you. She rigs it with some yarn, string, yep. whatever. Um, so now n- it's... Noted for later. Yeah, Felix, Z, and Fox are looking for Aaron. Um, Fox kind of stops and says, listen, I'm going to go back to the house. I'm going to go check on Lamb. Um, you know, Z, you know, or Felix makes this plea for the crossbow. He gives it to him. Uh, Fox has got his machete, so he's like, you just keep going down the road, double back. Let's make sure she can't be going far because I had your leg. <laughs> the Fox dude gives them the crossbow, and he's like, do you even know how to use this thing? Yeah, it's it's, it's just stupid yeah. fodder. Like, it's, it's it sometimes... has two shots, though, before yeah. you have to reload it. It's got two bolts. You just got to pull the trigger, pull the trigger again. Uh, that's really all. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple of... Really, never, to me, but yeah. nothing. But No. Uh, and I'm like, when in the hell is this axe going to come into play? You know, I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, I'm waiting for that. I mean, when that when you see that, when you see her build that up, you're kind of like, holy shit. Yeah, some, someone's going to die by so this. He, he goes, <laughs> help me, could you explain this scene, Andy? Because she goes downstairs to the basement. She sets up the digital camera that she lovingly took that picture of the, the boys earlier. Yeah. And she sets it on like a self-timer where it, I guess it takes a picture. Every... Well, the only reason she does that is after she sets up the trap at the front door, 
she sees that the fox mask guy is heading back inside the house, but through the window, not through the front door. So she's off fuck. And she, that's when she grabs her camera and makes her way to the basement quickly. And you're right. She smashes all the lights in the basement and sets up the camera to just keep flashing, taking Taking a picture, uh, with a flash. So it's kind of a strobe effect. She just tapes it somehow to like a, self-timer I don't know some kind of timer and it just keeps flashing so as the fox mask guy is entering the basement the only light is coming from the flashes of the camera while Aaron hides waiting for him and as he approaches towards the camera she takes a big old like a log like fireplace log and smashes him over the head and then beats him to fucking fucking death I mean like it's again a Victor Crowley kill man just screaming just hammering him I wrote fox is dead Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I mean, dead. Like, so dead. And then there were two. So now all that's left is Z and Felix. Yeah, that's what I meant. And poor uh, Aaron, who is uh, kind of become the slasher at this point. (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts here? Is she the killer? No, obviously she wouldn't be. She was there just wanting to kill. She didn't want to kill. She didn't want to do this. She turned into the killer. Mercenaries, Felix, Z, they want to do this. That's our slashers? Yeah. Okay. And and Crispin is also MIA. Right. So she heads back to the living room and picks up just a random knife that's on the floor. She uh, uh, she's not seeing the Felix. She doesn't see Felix. Felix is outside the house with the crossbow, putting her in his sights. Um, but she manages to dodge it, or you know, she, he, he misses. It. Yeah, and she dives out of the way. It he, looks like she got hit, but she yeah, didn't. And so he's like, "I hit her." So of course they go inside. Yeah, and Felix so, and Z crawl inside through one of the windows. Um. Z is, Z is Z, now holding the crossbow. Right. It's my turn. I get the second shot. Z comes into the kitchen where Aaron, who was not hit by the arrow, start to fight. They start to tussle. Yep. And Felix comes in and actually stabs Aaron in the shoulder with a knife. Aaron grabs the so blender. Aaron has a knife coming out of her body. Out of her shoulder so, while she's fighting off Z, Z yeah. knocking and, Z over. And fighting off Felix. And then Felix yes. comes in. She grabs the blender and smashes the glass pitcher of the blender over Felix's head. And then jams the exposed blades on the top of his head, wraps the cord around his neck, and plugs the blender into the wall, turning the blades on and killing Poor Felix, and that is my dick kill shot of the week. Dick kill, dick kill shot, of shot of the week. Dick shot, kill of the dick week. Dick shot, kill of the week. So that I, I have questions. <laughs> it's a, it's like I love how you said killing poor Felix. Poor Felix. That's sadistic. I mean, why is there so many other weapons? She's like, I'm gonna pl-, like. I mean, I know it's for an audience, but just think, she's like, I'm gonna take this blender, I'm gonna put it on his head, I'm gonna turn it on. Listen, just stabbing somebody in the top of the head with a blender would probably be enough. Yeah, or she just taking a knife and stabbing it. Right, yes, but she it. hits him with the blender, and not only that, but plugs it in so that they start spinning. Yeah. And then it's like Z, of course, Z kind of is comes out, I recovering, and and yeah. Uh, Right, Aaron takes the knife out of her shoulder and stabs yeah, it in the top she, of Z's like, head. I'm gonna take this knife that's in my back, that's literally <laughs> sticking out of my back. She pulls it out, and there's another zombie kill. Right, uh, top of the head. The zombie. So I haven't dead. seen a female in a movie like this so tough since uh, Ellen Ripley in the Alien franchise. I'm just now. I love Sigourney Weaver in Alien. Yeah, another legacy. The whole, amazing. Yeah, another legacy. Just as tough. Another legacy character. Yeah. Yeah, this chick could have been in so many more movies like about, this, where she was just a badass. Uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, I know what she did last summer. Yeah, there you go. But she's Another not really. One. She's just more like, "What do you want from me?" Or, you know, her like the beams yeah. sticking out. Jennifer Love huge tits. 
No, I mean well, Hewitt. That, Sorry. Hewitt, huge bubes. Don't say tits. That's derogatory. <laughs> Bubes is so much better. I'm so sorry. I'm um, so sorry. So now this is when you kind of knew something. You guys are sitting there. Aaron is sitting between the two dead bodies of Felix and Z. Felix's phone rings right away. I knew yeah. what was going on. You did. She, she Right away. I mean, she, she answers she the answers phone. She answers it, but she doesn't say anything. Yeah, then it's, of course, you know, I guess Crispin doesn't like, hello? I mean, he's just, hello, Felix? Crispin's like, Felix, is that you? Yeah, is everything okay? Did, is it over? Is it over? Is everything done? And I'm kind of sitting there going, oh, Crispin. You know, he's kind of making sure everything's good, dead, and he's making his way back in the house, and he's still kind of on the phone, and bloodied fucking air. He's talking about how, you know I couldn't be involved in this. Yeah, I'm, a I'm, a just, I'm a pacifist. You know, just... I don't like blood. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Nerd. Crispin and Felix are going to split the inheritance. Obviously, right. I guess it was a lot of money. They're going to split the inheritance, so it's going to be a total of $150,000. <laughs> After um, they pay the mercenaries yeah. eight hundred grand. Yeah. So, anyway, what <laughs> it, so what's interesting is it's kind of a drawn-out scene, but... It's really Aaron confronting Crispin and going, you're going to kill me. And he's like, no, you were actually part of the plan. Mm-hmm. You were supposed to be a witness. Someone that had no kind of affiliation with this family was supposed to witness that a crazy crazy bunch of fucking mass lunatics came and murdered the neighbors. Mm-hmm. That's why the neighbors were dead. And murdered my family. And, and then Aaron- Crispin's like, well, I guess, yeah, that could have been Z, too. So now yeah. you know that I'm lying. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he pretty much says, like, well, you're obviously going to know that that was what we were going to use Z for. Because Z's a, a third-party girlfriend, not yeah. part of the family either. So he's obviously knowing. She's like, it's bullshit. You were going to kill me. And yeah, you're right. Oh, my God. He tried to talk his but way out of it. I how he also said, too, like, and we could go on a trip together right. and maybe a possible engagement. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? You want to marry me? You want to <laughs> marry me? Okay, I'll forget all of this let's horror. Just ahead, let's just go ahead and, and fast yeah. forward. You could quit your bartending job. Yeah, and pay off your fucking your student, student loans. loans. She doesn't dig it. And she takes a fucking knife, one jab to the neck. Right. And she's like... He's like, why? Yeah, and he's like, oh, not good enough. And as she stabs him a second time, she gets shot in the shoulder. Yeah. A cop is sitting at the window. A cop finally arrives. And she thinks... He thinks that fucking Aaron's the fucking killer, so he shoots him. Because he's watching her stab a dude. And he... It was funny, because Crispin's like, why? He's next bleeding. Why? And she's like, why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> I love too. Oh, she also admitted to killing like her brother, his brother. Yeah. So oh, um, Crispin's dead. Aaron, you uh, shot in the shoulder. She falls on the ground, but she manages the strength to start to crawl towards the yep. front door. As a cop goes and uh, radios for more help, it's a bloodbath. We need to um, have a bunch of people here thinking Aaron was the, responsible for all the killing. Um, you got to send backup and an ambulance. And then he turns to head back inside the house. Just as Aaron, with very little strength, is crawling towards the front door, and that cop opens no! the front door, and she's just like, "Wait, no!" Because that's where that booby trap is, and they go right to the the credits. The, I mean, the, the, credits. The, the, the opening credits are at the end of the movie, but did yeah. the cop die? The mall that that axe mall thing probably gonna swing down and hit him in the face. We don't see it, but did you count him? I was gonna ask you, should we count no. him? I'm not going to count him because we didn't see him we die. We didn't see it, and he, and, and he, and he might have listened to the no. He Maybe been like, he dodged. Yeah, he yeah. dodged. So. I don't know. So that was that, the end. That was a roll credits. Hey, Andy, on a scale of three people who like to fuck next to dead bodies to <laughs> ten people who like to fuck next to dead bodies, what would you give this movie? Oh, man. Uh, this, for me, is solid, like, 
eight or nine. I'm going to give it eight. Yeah. I'm going to give it eight people who like to fuck next to dead bodies. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, an easy story. Yeah. I mean, I know we went a little long. Sorry nah. about that. We'll still keep it under an hour and a half. But, we will. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie, and I hope, I think we should continue with Slash New and do our, our next episode uh, for next week should be, you know, something more after modern. 2000. Okay. I just, I mean, I enjoy the classics, but you know, like now since we're seeing so many becoming more cinephily, yeah, I really enjoy the gore. Yeah, I enjoy. I mean, I know like seeing this in the '80s, like if you were sitting there doing, you know, smoking shitty weed and you know, you know, driving to the movie theater in your Camaro with the girl wearing no bra and going to see, <laughs> you know, the original Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, that's scary. But I mean, now it's like it's it's just more intense. So I just do enjoy how this one had um, the twists. The twist of Aaron being like a survivalist, yeah. able to fight back. She wasn't just like a normal, like average girl who just decided to fight back. I mean, that'd have been cool too, but they have like a little backstory. Like she knows how to do all this shit because she grew up in the outback. Yeah. And also the twist of it was uh, the kids who hired the mercenaries to I, get the inheritance. I also like too how you brought this up because it totally spaced me after second watch where. Aaron, you know, Aaron, you were supposed to be the witness. Yeah. Well, Z could have been the witness too. She obviously would have been the safer witness because yeah. she's in on it. He immediately like realized, oh, I, you know, yeah. I, you're catching me lying about this. Yeah, that was I mean, supposed God, to be. I, what a crazy fucking story! Sorry. But hey, let's uh, come back with the kill count. All right. Okay, we're back. Hey, did you want to do kill count, or do you want to bring up that question? First? Yes. So, beginning of the movie, why did they kill Eric, the neighbor? Okay. He had nothing to do with the inheritance no, and shit. No, I, I, I talked about it earlier. The thing. Okay. That when when fucking Spice Boy Crispin Crispin was com, you know confessing to Aaron, he's like they couldn't just do it to the family because then it looked kind of obvious. Like could they? Oh. They wanted the neighbors because it would just be like there was really nobody. It was the it was just the neighbors are dead. The my family's dead. Like they just went on a killing spree. There's some wackos who just killed yeah. a bunch of people. Yeah, it wasn't just a targeted family. They had to die too because it was a part of the plan. That, okay. they, that these killers came through, these mass killers came through and killed not just our family, but also those people. The so, isolated area. Yeah, and, so there was yeah. really no connection. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Kill hey, count. Let's, let's get on that kill count because I know I have a number that I read online. I want to see if you got it. Oh, okay. Uh, Eric, Eric and Talia, beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, then our boy Tariq, crossbow bolt to the head. Um, followed by Amy. With uh, running in the piano wire, that's Nick's dick shot kill of the week. Uh, then Aubrey, the mom, hot mom. Hot mom. Nice uh, machete to her head. Uh, Kelly, the one wife who got uh, golf club swing axe to her, her head. Oh, that's terrible. Tiger mask guy. That's when Aaron beat his brains in. Um, Paul, the dad, had his throat slit. He's, he flailed around the room and, and died slowly in front of his son. Drake um, got killed. Yeah. I can't remember, but yeah. Drake got killed without stabbing for his Oh, body. yeah, yeah. Five, five, uh, you're right. Five screwdrivers in the chest. Yeah. Sorry about that. Lamb Mask, uh, that was the guy who stepped on the, um, he stepped on the board. He then, uh, she stabbed him inside of the head, zombie style. Um, Fox Mask, that was, uh, uh, the camera kill, the camera trap. Then, uh, Felix, my dick shot kill of the week, blender to the head. Blender! And then Z, another zombie kill. Uh, uh, a knife straight into the top of her head. And then uh, Spice Boy, like you said, Crispin. Crispin, yeah. Who, that's like, I count 14. Yeah. We, we're not counting the cop. No. Because we didn't see him I, die. I think the, the when I read 15, I think they counted the cop. They must have counted the cop. Yeah, so but I... Yeah. Great kill. 14. Great Listen to this, though, Nick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
Nine. Eight of them. Eight of them were killed by the killers and the masks. And one, two, three, four, five five. killed by uh, Aaron. Self to fucking defense, dude. Yeah. So So, good movie. Uh, Yeah. Hit us up. Tell us who the slasher was. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I really want to get into. uh, I'm really excited. Because uh, we like to do the slash new thing, yeah. Where we're, like these slash like, new, getting slash nude. We can do slash nude. That'd be rad. And then uh, we'll just see we'd these. be naked when we record. Is yes. that that's okay? Who's I am. So hey, one hour twenty nine, tw- one hour twenty nine minutes, two thousand fifteen. Lost after dark. Yes. What is it about, Andy? In this clever homage to '80s slasher films, a group of teenage teenagers looking to party get stranded when the ride breaks down, and they end up being stalked by a cannibalistic killer. Cannibalistic killer. I love the poster. Is he gonna eat them? I hope so. I the poster's rad. I'm gonna definitely post it on our social media. Um, I love it because it says, "And you thought the '80s were dead." <laughs> Retro 80s horror done right. So this is exactly what we're talking about. A love letter to the uh, older movies Yeah, um, from 2015. Big shout outs, of course, to Extreme Horror Replay yeah. podcast. Nothing much but love. Uh, great uh, hearing all the other podcasts involved in the uh, Oscars. Yeah. Uh, really fun. That was uh, very fun creative. Roast, very creative. Very uh, Appreciate funny. you. Uh, Appreciate you know, the shout out. The little jab jab you got yeah, us. We, ha- we had to pay it back, so that was nothing but love. Right. Hey, big shout out to MacabreDaily.com. Um, and all my wonderful uh, homie writers that I work with on that. Uh, it's some great content on there. Uh, can't forget Stabby Stabby Pod. Uh, some great folks uh, over there as well that uh, really keep, you know, everyone that just helps us keep the scene alive. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. Um, I really have nothing much left to say, Andy. Not slash you, you podcast at gmail.com. There you go. Uh, slash you underscore podcast on Insta. And tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your lovers. Tell your loved ones, your lovers. Tell your lovers. <laughs> Again, I always think it's cool that people might be like doing it to our voices. It would be neat. Yeah. Give us an email if you did it to our voices. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, class dismissed. <laughs>